Welcome to the Sage Chakra Yoga Podcast. I am at a uh, pretty loud place today, so (laughs) hopefully I can record this and you can listen to it and not be bothered by the background noise so much. (laughs) I know this microphone is not the best either, but anyways, I wanted to talk about how to heal your chakras with yoga. So I'm referring to your seven main chakras. You have thousands and thousands of chakras in your body, but seven of them are really major and affect um, just every aspect of your mind, body, spirit. Every aspect of your life can be brought back to a chakra, although they all are interconnected and affect one another. So maintaining the harmony in each one is really important for you as a whole, for your mental, physical, and spiritual health. So yoga as a practice, it's not just a workout. A lot of people in the West consider yoga to be just a workout, like taking a dance class or taking Pilates, but yoga is a lot more than just that. So yoga asana is the workout. And that's just yoga asana. Asana are the movements, the poses, the postures that you move through. Um, Meditation is also yoga. Breath work is pranayama, which is another way to practice yoga. You can do mudras, which are specific hand gestures. And you can also chant mantras which are sacred Sanskrit sounds. You know, a lot of people get mantras and affirmations confused. Mantras are in Sanskrit. They are in an ancient Indian language. And affirmations are usually in English when you say something like, I am strong. That is an affirmation, not a mantra. So people get those too confused, but affirmations is another way to practice. Um, Yoga can really involve any mindfulness practice that helps you heal. Yoga is more a state of being, and it's what brings everything in the universe into harmony. So yoga kind of just means harmony and oneness. So anything can really become a yoga practice. Now, your seven main chakras, you can start, um, I mean, they all kind of flow and move into each other, and all of them are one. Oh my, I'm holding my baby and she coughed. But anyways, your seven main chakras are your muladhara, which is your root chakra, and this is your foundations. This is where your basic needs are met, your physical, spiritual, emotional needs, your ability to support yourself and have a comfortable, safe home where you really feel like you can be yourself, Um, your community, your sense of belonging, your purpose, the, the knowledge that you have the right to exist and the right to be alive and be here and feeling comfortable in your life and feeling safe. And then from there you go to your Svadhisthana, your Svadhisthana, your sacral chakra, 
And this is where once you have a solid foundation and a harmonious muladhara, you can start attracting abundance and your sacral chakra is your feminine energy, your connection to the moon, your connection to the ocean and water, your ability to be fluid and change and move like water. And also your relationship to pleasure and your relationship to sex. So those two things are not just the same. Pleasure is all kinds of pleasure, like indulging in desserts or just feeling good in any way. And sex is one of those ways, but it's also a completely different topic as well. So not just sexual pleasure, all pleasures, and also creation, your ability to create. And this is where your womb is. So your sacral chakra lives in your womb if you're a woman. And this is where you create life. And your universe is your connection to other dimensions where life comes out of. I like to call it my universe instead of my uterus because it's a whole universe in there. And then you move into your Manapura, your solar plexus chakra. And in your Manapura, this is your connection to your masculine energy, your solar energy. Oh my. Carl, I'm going off. Um, the energy of the sun. This is where you harness that and it turns into willpower and motivation and your ability to work and get things done and, and your confidence as well. This is where your confidence comes from. Oh my, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just dropping my microphone all around. I'm just wearing some headphones. And Amelia keeps grabbing them. <laughs> okay, and then next is your Anahata. Excuse me, bud. Please don't grab this. Your Anahata is your heart chakra. This is the center of love. And your ability to love yourself, the universe, every all life on it. Your ability to feel and express unconditional love. And this is also where grief lives. Yeah, but thank you. Thank you for being so insightful. So your heart chakra is all about love, loving yourself, loving the rest of the universe, loving everything and everybody here, and spreading your sunshine. And then after your heart chakra comes your vishuddha, your throat chakra. <coughs> this is bug. Stop it. <laughs> It's grabbing my headphones. Oh my goodness. And it is pretty windy, so I hope you don't hear the wind too much. But your Vishuddha is your throat chakra. This is where truth comes from. So if you're harmonious here, you're living your truth, you're able to speak your truth, and you attract honesty and truth. It's also communication and language. So the way you speak and like, the words you say actually completely create your reality. And your thoughts, your words, the way you communicate with others creates your reality. 
And also, this is where manifestation lives and your ability to manifest. So that all comes from language. You're always manifesting. Like when you're speaking, you're speaking whatever you say, the words you use into existence. So if you're always talking and complaining and talking about things that you don't want more of, you're still bringing those in by talking about them. So talk and think and speak about things that you do want, not what you don't want. That's the key to manifesting. And next is your ajna, your third eye. Your third eye is your ability to see. And when you tap into your third eye, that's when you can actually see your chakras and you can see other people's chakras as well. I've actually done this before and I can tap in and out of it if I am maintaining my yoga practice and keeping everything in harmony. It takes a lot of practice and a lot of meditation to originally tap into your third eye, but once you do, you can actually see everything in the entire universe. And you can see energy, you can just see. And this is also your intuition, so harnessing and nurturing your intuition. Um, sometimes, well, a lot of the time, really, in our current culture and society, your intuition is taken away from you, especially by your parents, when they're always telling you what to do and think and see and how to act and not listening to what comes naturally to you and following what society wants and not following what your heart really wants. So you can nurture and regain your intuition and that really is a huge part of opening your third eye and coming into harmony in your ajna. But also, um, your third eye can be calcified by the water that you're drinking. So most tap water, at least in the US, has fluoride in it. And they do this on purpose because fluoride actually calcifies your third eye and keeps you from seeing and seeing the universe as it really is, seeing everything at once, seeing how connected everybody is and just seeing the truth of where we're living. And then after that is your crown chakra, your sahasrara, and in your crown chakra comes understanding. Bringing harmony here brings you into understanding just all, everything that you saw in your third eye. So when you're in your third eye, you can see everything, but you can't truly understand it until you tap into your crown chakra. So your crown chakra brings you understanding and this directly connects you to your higher power. So this might be the, you might call this the universe or source or God, but your higher power um, can be directly tapped into through your crown chakra and this is where you can communicate with and speak with God or the universe or your higher power and really understand your reality and the world. So I'm actually, right now I'm writing a little ebook on how to heal your chakras with yoga. And it's gonna go into more of what I'm talking about in this episode. So I'm gonna add a link to it. And if you don't see a link, and you're, that means you caught me early because I'm still working on it. So um, you might listen to this early and not see the link to download the ebook. It's gonna be free, but just for a limited amount of time. 
Um, you can also message me on Instagram at Sage Chakra Yoga and get a copy of it. So thank you for listening and remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to the universe and be kind to all life everywhere. Namaste.